0: That's a good clap.
1: Are you going to do the music?
0: Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the One Life Podcast, where we talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately things we think can relate to you and your one and only life. I'm one of your co-hosts of the podcast, Sarah Edmund, and I'm joined by co host of the podcast. It's on his Twitter bio and our lead pastor, Brett Nicholson.
2: I'm really proud of I that had you too. muted. Yeah. I wondered about that. Are yeah. you going to keep plowing can, ahead? Yeah, I okay. got you unmuted. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So it's been that kind of day, you know, I had to tell you this, that I just did a video where I was just kind of making some announcements, mm-hmm. a little four-minute video. Mm-hmm. I think I did 37 takes, and that's not an exaggeration. I promise that's true. And and so right now, I'm just kind of real. And one, I did all the way through, and I thought I nailed it. And when I reached for my camera to turn it off, it it, it was like a blooper at the end. And so <laughs> I'd like to see that. Yeah. yeah. Then I was, can I edit this out? And then I, I didn't.
0: Can we yeah. keep that one somewhere? Just use it for Maybe something? Should, yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Um, so today on the podcast, we're doing something. A little bit different. Um, We finished up our series uh, where we talked about uh, racism, just listening and learning, and we'd highly. suggest anyone to go back and listen to that as we listened and learned um, from a lot of friends in our communities and then also Brett and I did an episode where we talked about some of the things we've learned um, and we'd love for you to listen to that but today uh, we have Matt Breivogel and Amanda Breivogel on the podcast. Matt's been on multiple times um, and today we wanted to talk about something that's a little bit of change in our staff and then also in Matt and Amanda's life so um, it sounds like a really big deal but it's okay. You can talk.
1: It is a Kind of. It's a big deal to me.
0: It is a big deal. But I mean, it, it, it makes it sound like. It's a it big deal like to everybody. Yeah. 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 Um, it is. It really is. Yeah. And so, um, Brett may cry. It's okay if he does. We'll be <laughs> here for him. Sure. And yeah. if he does, you know, you guys, can, um, you guys can let us know. But no, um, Matt recently made a career change and is, is no longer on staff here at One Life Church. And um, we wanted to be able to just have some conversation behind just the journey for you guys um, as a family going through that. Um, and also just talk about some of the great things from the past eight years of you on staff, but also you're still going to be part of One Life Church. But um, really, I want to give an overview there. But also, just kind of start out and and let us know what you're doing first. Um, And uh, if you didn't know, Matt's been our creative arts director for eight years and also part of our teaching team, um, co-campus pastor of our West Campus, um, and a few other things in between, but uh, kind of the main roles. And you guys are taking a little journey as a family. So tell us a little bit about um, what you're getting ready to do.
1: Yeah, thanks, Sarah. So I am starting a position for a company called 19.9 and, um, it was a freelance client. It was a company that was started by some friends up in Indianapolis and the company grew, um, a lot over the last few years. And suddenly, uh, there was an opportunity, um, that we didn't see coming where they were like, Hey, would you ever, would you want to do this um, full time? And I'm like, okay, I don't know. So what, I guess what they do is, um, they're a collegiate, uh, college apparel brand, um, license, uh, college apparel, uh, different universities. They take their, their branding. Mostly it's pretty much all vintage though. They want to tell the stories of college basketball from history, like awesome final four runs that certain schools made, um, Cinderella teams and and some of that. And they just do a lot of storytelling around that thing. And nostalgia is huge. People love that stuff. And so they want to buy the shorts or shirts with those logos and graphics from those teams of the past, um, and getting to recreate a lot of like vintage looking uh, logos and designs is kind of fun um, just from an art perspective, but also interacting with uh, basketball fans and, and bringing those to lives and watching people get excited about uh, seeing those graphics that they grew up watching certain teams or players, you know, and um, seeing people freak out about that stuff and how the company is growing. It's kind of cool um, to be a part of something like that. So, yeah, that's what I'll be. And if
0: you've been a part of our West Campus, Matt, Zach, Austin, Mark Wade, pretty much wear 99 shirts all the time.
1: Yeah. it's yeah. Uh, the gr- the Our friend group that we grew up with uh, it definitely is part of our, our market that gets to show off a lot of the, the designs that I get to work on and we do. so.
0: I've got a couple 99 shirts. They're yeah. very soft. Very soft.
3: Yeah. Amanda? I wear them all the time. Yeah. When I'm not out in public. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. You don't have one no, on today. Amanda's <laughs> not...
1: Uh, the biggest sports fan so no not uh, at all she but she she
3: i like sports yeah playing them but not watching
2: not watching them <laughs> okay uh, no. she's not that's gonna sit understandable.
1: There for two hours and watch uh, a no. football game basketball mm-hmm. game
2: so is the company all basketball it's pretty mm-hmm. much yeah college oh, okay. basketball that's kind they of branch into football start, or anything they start doing yeah <laughs> no,
1: i'm kidding <laughs> i know well that's the thing the college football market is bigger um, there's a lot oh, more right. out there, but also a lot more competition. And they found their niche. They did some of that at first, um, but they found their niche in college basketball. Um, oh. And actually, that's what grew the company is when they focused in. Um, so, yeah.
2: So is one of these the, the heyday in the 70s with Bobby Knight and IU? And oh, definitely. That's probably big around we his were actually
1: area. available to license Bobby Knight's likeness personally. The owners went and visited him at his house when he lived in Texas, I think he's back in Bloomington now, uh, getting a little older, and they oh, did a deal to do Bobby Knight. I've done Bobby Knight um, character shirts and, and specific graphics that are licensed Bobby Knight stuff that we worked with him. But IU as a license and getting to bring back some of those 70s teams. and uh, is uh, Yeah, those are huge. People buy that stuff up.
2: Yeah, see, I'm old enough to remember that stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> when Bobby Knight was a big deal and he coached the Olympic yep. team and everything, yeah, oh, yeah. I was there.
0: Oh, man. Well, I mean, I'd love to, I mean, some of us have walked through some of the stuff with you, but we'd love to share with people, um, obviously going from full-time ministry to um, vocational ministry in a sense, you'd say, you know, you're not Mm -hmm. um, paid on staff, but still definitely a part of the ministry team here at One Life Church, but also wherever you are and and stuff that we talk about all the time from stage or as you're teaching, like the things that you're able to do um, just in the world in general, you get to do all the time. But what does that transition look like going from full-time staff yeah. um of a church to now no longer um you know not spending 40 plus hours a week hanging out with me. So Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: now what's that like? Yeah. I know. I don't <laughs> say it's better.
1: I promise <laughs> you that. I mean, it's a exchange of different um realities, but it is it is different. I I'm, I'm still trying to adjust and and get used to it. It's definitely with Amanda I can speak to this a little bit too. our lives and, and these big changes have just been a series of God opening doors, not us really searching out any specific uh, reality. Um, and then us having to wrestle with and pray through uh, whether that's the door we should walk through and, and if or not. Um, and if that is God opening a door or not. Um, and, and that's interesting because, you know, I, I, was doing, um, kind of bivocational ministry before I came on staff at one life. Um, that's what made that door a possibility. Um, as Austin Maxheimer and I kind of launched a ministry called Lampstand back in 10, 10, 10, right. With one life. Um, which was so cool, um, in our history and, um, and then God opens up a door, uh, for Austin to come on with one life and then, um, me, to, me to come in following him. And so <clears throat> it was just something that he led. And so before that, you know, we felt like we were doing ministry, you know, obviously by starting a, a ministry and then having a growth group of one-lifers that we would just have our house and then, you know, coming on staff. But we saw every aspect of our life as God's, right? Um, which we all should see that. And so that was a, a time where then God said, well, I'm, you're specifically you're going to work, you know, as your job in ministry as well. But um, I think in our culture, People kind of feel like, you know, there's the paid ministry people and then there's everyone else who just do life. And um, I've luckily learned that lesson before coming on staff that, you know, ministry, God, God, you know, he works through all of us wherever we are. That is our our ministry as I see it, you know, whether we're working for the Lord, no matter what we do. And that's why we work our hardest and um, we try to be a blessing to any place that we work for. Um, no matter how they treat us. You know, I've always seen uh, the story of Joseph, uh, Old Testament Joseph, as an example for myself of like the situation you're put in, you just be as faithful as possible. Um, and so, you know, I it, when, when we got the call one day, I don't remember exactly what day it was, sometime in the spring um, or maybe a little earlier, that this could have been a, a possibility for me to change my job I was like, "Oh, uh, okay. Uh, let me think about that." And you know, the first thing I do is with Amanda and I is that's a, something I'm going to come home and, and tell her and gauge her. Uh, her first response is always going to be my biggest gauge. Like <laughs> she can shut it down with a look or a question. Wow, that's like a superpower. You know? um, that's pretty cool. It truly really is. Yeah, she knows me well enough. Um, she is God's gift to check my heart um, on all things. Um, that's kind of. How how our marriage works. She she plays the role well. She calls me out on stuff. Yeah, it's the um, best. And so when not I first mean. said that to you, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I, mean? I, I kind mean, remember <laughs> being in our kitchen and being like, "Hey, I got a call today." What, what was you your think? thought, Amanda? I
0: yeah. Like, walk us through like you're thinking of that because I mean, uh, that's the thing is we want you guys to talk about like this experience as a yeah. family. I mean, this is not something that just yeah I made a change and moved on. I mean, this has been a long long conversation.
3: Um, my first thought was probably why would you want to leave working at a pretty awesome job with all these awesome people that are around you? And I was wondering, I was like, is this because you want to hang out with like your friends or do you want more money? I was nervous about that at first. Mm -hmm. Um, But I realized it definitely is not. But
1: No, see, she's my heart check. That's why. Um, But, you know, she asked interesting questions too. Um, when Austin and I were talking about starting a ministry, I remember where we were when we were talking about, we were driving around on the north side and you said, hey, is this going to be one of those things where you become overly obsessed with it and you don't spend time with like me and your family? It like becomes more than what it should. And it's weird to think about ministry as that, but it can be that, sure. an idol um, or an obsession. And um, I had to tell her because I was thinking that too, I was like, okay, if I am the person that God's calling me to do this, it won't be, it'll be the opposite that if I'm called to put my wife and my family, um, you know, as under Jesus, the most important thing in my life and to love them well as an example for the church, then it won't be that. And so, um, still the same thing, you know, I think my time at one life, God has only, um, built up my, hopefully my character maturity, um, who I am, my, definitely my worldview, as far as like contending with a secular worldview and, and everything comes with it just because of how we go about, how we talk through things on staff and, and all the goes behind what we do and the series we come up with and how we, I wish everybody could kind of get in some of those meetings and, and hear, um, the conversations that go behind how we love people who believe differently than we do and, and think of them when we um, work through the language and and everything behind our series. And so that all is still at play in my heart when it comes to making this decision. And in, in a way, it's almost like, I feel like God was preparing me to, I said this, I, I service led not this past Sunday, but the last Sunday at West. And, um, I was telling them in a way, I kind of feel like I'm joining them as members of the church for the first time in a long time. Whereas like I'm getting to practice a little bit more of what I preach because it's easy to tell people like hey, when you, I, I do this all the time. I know I do for my service leader spots at the end of service, like now go out into your jobs, into your classrooms, into your friends and your family and go share this, what we told you today. And then I'm just going to go back to everybody who helped come up with it at work the next day, you know, like <laughs> who, it believes exactly like I do right. and, and, you know, and all that. And I think I, uh, I think I got pretty comfortable um, in that. And so. Um, this job, you know, although I work with, you know, great people, um, they don't exactly hold the same worldview I do. And um, and in a way, that's a a challenge to me to still have uh, to live it out how I feel called to and have been matured to. And I know for me, I've expressed that to Amanda probably the most as like still trying to um, be who God has called me to be and see what that looks like in a different space. So have you... (laughs) <laughs> thought about that much? What? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> well, and and as people are kind of processing, uh, uh, many, if not all, have had those decision points that they need to make. What well, what were the what were the kind of critical moments that you thought, okay, this is, it, since it is a big move, what helped you to make it? Like, mm-hmm. what are were there like little signposts that were meaningful to you, or thoughts that you had, or prayers that you prayed, or things that kind of put you over the line? Cause we'd like to yeah. track those down so they won't happen to anyone else. <laughs> yeah. So it's it a critical thing. Oh so, man. Um, but really, I mean, cause people have been through those things where you're kind of grappling with the legit, mm-hmm you know a door a or door b what were the things that helped you the most
0: i have to say something before yeah. you say that because you made that joke and i feel like i have to let people know if they don't know we're very happy for you but man it's tough <laughs> not having our buddy here like we never no not wanted matt to be a part of our staff and you know we're having this conversation now but it is something important to say you're gonna hear some jokes because we're gonna have some jokes here because we're all yeah, good friends i can but take it it's definitely i deserve it not even that but i mean just so you're you really know, happy like,
2: for him is that a thing i, I, it, am, just, I am yeah <laughs> I'm working up to that. I think
1: I'll get there eventually. But anyway, (laughs) let's all be honest here. Any of those things that popped up. Yeah. Um, so full, full honesty is that, uh, you know, there's been opportunities that I've had to think about taking another position somewhere just where something's been offered or come up. Not that I've ever looked for And I wasn't looking for this job as a position. It's like I said, this is a door that God brought my way and we had to contend with it. Um, In every other time, um, it was like the easiest no I've ever had. And what's really interesting is coming on staff at one life was, I left a really cool company called, it was times called DBD is advertising. Now they're called grin. And they were like family to me. It was a family owned advertising business. I'd been there a little over six years, super comfortable there. Wasn't looking to leave there. Mm. And, um, you know, I got the opportunity to come on at one life early on, um, for us. And, um, it was like God just answered it for me. I didn't even have to wrestle with that one. Um, no offense to DVD, it's just a, a spiritual thing for me that God opened that door and I knew that that's what we were called to do. Um, and in this one, um, I wouldn't say it was like a, a right away thing, but the fact that I, in my heart I felt like I had to consider it even more than ever before caught me off guard mm-hmm. early on, and so our prayers, Amanda and I's prayers are talking through it, um, walking through what it would mean for our family what it mean for us personally. Um, we got to some pretty intense conversations. Like, you know, when you're like the kids are in bed and you're finally can think and, and talk. And, you know, even times where we were thinking where this is really what we would do. And, you know, we're, you know, crying over it mm-hmm. because, you know, you're giving up something very special for something else. Um, and trusting God in that. And, I think there's a, I think some of those moments and then, you know, as I was pitching it to people like you, Sarah, um, early on, we had you over for dinner and we were like, so what would you think if this (laughs) happened? You know, um, because then it was just an idea. Yep. Um, and then, you know, gauging your response, um, walking it through with some others here or people that God has placed in my life who I know will call me out on different things or ask me the hard questions and won't just be, you know, um, I did all that. Um, it was almost like I was trying to get shut down, and it's still kind of ultimately in in my heart and in our decision making, and, and what I felt like God was trying to get us to um, didn't. And that just surprised me because I feel like I buy into this idea sometimes that why would you leave what we call full tribe ministry? Like that seems to be like an ultimate kind of calling thing, and I truly think it is. Um, it's such a special calling, but if I believe what I preach, I think all of us have like a calling to love people no matter where we're at. And I can still do that. It would just look different. And I think the most thing that I was sad would be not having the day-to-day that I have with everybody on staff, you know, for the most part. Um,
0: The basketball goal too, yeah. Yeah,
1: and then, you know, Amanda, she she usually is the (laughs) one to put the the roadblock on stuff. And she didn't do that right away. And that caught me off guard. (laughs)
0: Why not, Amanda? Well,
1: Amanda, was there
2: something about it on principle that, that made you not do that? That you thought, Oh, okay, maybe I'm not roadblocking today? <laughs>
3: <laughs> not today. Uh I don't really know. I just I had like a like a piece, I guess. Um, this time. Uh, not like others where he's gotten offers on things. It was just like automatic. It's like, no, that's wasn't right. Um but this time it just seemed like there was more mission to the job than just the job itself and uh, I felt like this is definitely like his area of expertise I think he would shine in this spot so and maybe
2: that is uh, you know just as a principal, learning for for someone maybe that is a, a thing that you can use as a marker to say is there more mission involved or is this just a kind of lateral move that I'm making Mm -hmm. in my life that doesn't have a lot of meaning behind it. Maybe just if I have a sense of mission of going somewhere.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember after service on more than one occasion, we're up there to pray with people in the prayer team and, and people will come up with a, a decision like this and ask me for advice or to pray over it to God, to give them clarity. And usually there isn't one or is better than the other. My, my advice to them and I try to follow my own advice was to check your heart. Like is God more glorified in one decision or are you more glorified in one decision? Um, and so, that's you know, good. and that's yeah, not always easy to good. do, but I think it's the base of that down. Sure. the decisions. <laughs> yeah. Um, like are you doing it for you or, or for God? Like which one would he be the most involved in? And either way, God will can still, and will still use it a lot of times. Even if we make wrong decisions, he can redeem that moment when we step him up as the main thing in the equation. And my hope is to still have the people you know th- that's one of my my fears is you know the accountability that I have here um keeping that those relationships going as life gets busy and I'm not around the same people every day and in day out seeing you guys as often um is kind of keeping that and making sure that I am still involved at the level that I hope to be um once i we get our kind of new normal figured out and all of that um so that's the part i we need to definitely get on because I think it's- imp- it's important to us
0: yeah and I think as you said that I think that's important too and one of the reasons we wanted to have you guys talk one to learn like Brett's kind of pulling out a little bit what are some things anyone could learn from this this experience you guys have had but also you know, anytime some changes happen in ministry or any job people are always like what's the real story like there's not this is the story I mean we wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure that people heard from you and you're able to share your heart um, in in this situation but also just be able to share that like you guys are still a part of One Life Church Um, that's not changing and uh, in many ways maybe we'll you know, we've, all, we've said this, some people probably won't even notice for a while yeah. because they don't know what kind of the day to day looks yeah. like. Um, maybe people at West might see more. I don't know. Um, I don't know what that looks like, but all, all of that's still different too. And our world is different, what services look like. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, Amanda, I mean, you guys are making some other shifts too. And like, in, you guys just started homeschooling in the midst of, I mean, what is life like right now? I mean, Matt changed jobs, you guys started homeschooling asked you to come on the podcast, which you're super excited about. <laughs> <So> excited.
2: <laughs> yeah, there is like a stress scale, if yeah, you know what it's called. Like <laughs> it, each one of these things qualifies. Uh, yeah, Speaking in public, all of that. Uh, uh, it's my favorite. Yeah.
3: It's my favorite. Um, it's pretty crazy right now because we're still trying to figure out a routine, mm-hmm. and our family kind of likes that, or at least I do. You, you like, like having it. a routine? Yeah, a little bit, like waking up, knowing kind of how the day's going to go. And when you have four kids, it's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah. And so you probably had a routine and now Matt kind messed it up. Is <laughs> yeah, kind of ruined everything. it up. Yeah. COVID-19
1: messed it up. So like <laughs> Amanda can speak to this more because she's having to carry the brunt of the homeschool workload right now as I figure out my new schedule. And we're super busy at this stuff that I'm doing. But um, the homeschool uh, curriculum? curriculum or the, the it's all like an online um, school they just got bombarded with mm-hmm. new people this year and so everything was a mess at towards getting started and we our daughter who started kindergarten this year still doesn't have a lot of her books and curriculum that hasn't gotten the mail because they couldn't keep up with the orders oh, well, so it's that's supposed to come tomorrow yeah all right but it, all it, it's it. been driving amanda Bong. <laughs> yeah I'll come. I'll come do
2: it. I'll come do it. So if you're out there listening and you and you're going through that, you're not alone. That's I guess it's part for the course, especially this year. You know, everybody piling in trying to get that done. So you're figuring it out.
3: I'm trying. Okay.
2: You're doing amazing. Well, <laughs> I'm proud of. I just you. hope yeah. Big I don't time. scar our children. For exactly. their <laughs> <Yeah>. lives, <so. laughs> that's right. I think
1: we're all just trying to get through this year. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
2: That's right. Sure. Everybody. And, and and I guess in our minds we think, well, when it turns 2021, it'll be fine. It'll yeah. get back to normal. I, I don't know what it is magical about that date, but I know I've thought that, like, oh yeah, on January 1st, it'll be, it'll click over, and everything will be normal. And I have no evidence for that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just not that way. <laughs>
0: um, I have a couple questions. One for Brett, but I'm gonna start with one with Matt. Um, just in the simplest way, like what are you most excited about in your new opportunity, in your role?
1: Um, that's a good question. Um, so it's just I don't know. It it's it's always exciting to get into something new. I mean, one life's definitely the longest job I've ever had. And not that I was not excited about what we get to do every day, but suddenly there's just a new place to show up every day. There's just a newness there. Um, and I'm sure that will wear off <laughs> eventually. Um, but that, that, I don't know, we're getting into some, some cool stuff. Um, the company is growing, so that's exciting to be a part of that. But um, there's just opportunities uh, to connect with um, some other cool organizations. Um, and hopefully as we grow and get the time and the resources built up, even doing some stuff, um, locally in, 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 the community and, um, trying to still use, be a part of helping under-resourced parts of the community through what we do and, um, in basketball and, and, doing that kind of stuff, I think is hopefully something we'll get to play a role in even through this new place. And so I look forward to that kind of stuff. Um, you know, meeting new people, getting, um, around, I'm a people person and so, you know, um, getting around some some new people more often and, and building those relationships and, and seeing how God can just use me to love people and and do that that's always exciting to me. So, um, yeah.
0: Cool, Brett. I have a question for you.
3: Okay, he's warned me ahead of time. Yeah, I know. This yeah. is kind
0: of coming up. No, I think it's we want to kind of shift over and talk about just some of our experiences, you know, working with Matt and things you've been a part of. But I mean, when Matt comes and tells you that this is an opportunity he's thinking about, what are you thinking? Oh.
2: Oh dear <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a line given by a pastor I heard years ago and i've I've said this to the elders and the staff there's there there are people that you You're work welcome. with and uh, is that if they come and tell you that news there are some let's just be honest that you might be secretly relieved like okay <laughs> <laughs> like me <laughs> <It's 20 laughs> I, that's right <laughs> that's that's not even remote and then and there are others that are like oh gosh that's that's gonna be rough it's hard and then there's there's a third category of where you feel like you just want to go out throw up somewhere and uh and so and sarah is one of those people and matt's one of those people and so when i when i heard it it was and it was so from left field i mean i i made the mistake probably i'm sure we all kind of do this that uh he was a lifetimer we're going to give him his watch when he retires <laughs> you know, kind of thing or bury him or whatever we're going to do and, and years from now and all this and so it was it was jarring on the inside i tried to keep my cool um, and I think I did, I, you know, I was trying to sit back in my chair like, mm, okay. In my mind, <laughs> I'm really like, ah, you know, and, uh, and so, and, and thinking I want to go throw up and all the rest. So my, my first reaction with it, and then I had to kind of gather myself and back up and go, okay, let me, let me walk this out and, and ask a few questions. And, and because I've always been a big believer, and people are here because they do sense a leadership from uh, the Holy Spirit to be here. And, uh, and I think it's legitimate to 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 expect that i don't know this everybody that i've ever known that has been here that has had that um and so uh, i wanted to honor that in him like if this is a really the leadership of the holy spirit then i want to cooperate with that and so i just listened to him and uh and tried to hope that it wasn't, and that he was just, you know, <laughs> deceived and, and messed up in the head or whatever he was, <laughs> and praying that it not all that all those things. So. A bad burrito I had the night. <laughs> yeah, that's right, and and all those. But that was just all my selfishness stuff. But I had to, I had to process and get to a place where I wasn't afraid, because mm-hmm. uh, I think it's a first reaction, you know. Because if you for those of us around here, and I think people who have been in the congregation at One Life for the, the years that Matt's been here, you can probably sense that, uh, that, uh, that to hear that, you would understand the kind of meaning that he had for everybody here. Um, and what he did behind the scenes and what he did for the team itself was one of those things that you, I knew instantly, I can't replace that. Uh, In the same way, and not that there's not other great people out there. It's just you just know instinctively this is not a this is not a replacement thing. I can just go out. Oh, okay, I'll go at the the nearest mat store and pick Hmm. one out, and no problem. There's a mat store. (laughs) That place would be bonkers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Be a lot of because (laughs)
2: because I have said this, and I've said it many times. I said it to our elders. I bet Matt. Uh, um, I've worked with a lot of people through the years. I've worked with fantastic people through the years, Uh, but he ranks as the highest on best attitude I've ever seen with anybody I've ever Mm -hmm. worked with consistently. I work with good, I don't like to work with people who don't have bad attitudes, but I've never seen anyone uh, carry that good of an attitude for that long. And so when you have that and it's such an important thing and you know, that's going to be kind of taken away in a daily context. Yeah, that was Freaking
1: out, I guess is the best way to say it. He did a great job. I I remember I was so scared going into the conversation (laughs) with you just because. What did you you think I was going to do? I just don't like what I was really thinking. I don't like (laughs) disappointing people. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we just, (laughs) we've been doing this for a while. Like, we're close, and I knew it wasn't going to be fun for you to hear. So, obviously, I didn't want to tell you. But at the same time, just because of the relationship we have on staff and integrity and all of that, I had to have the conversation. Right. Right. And so the beautiful thing is you were graceful and um, listened and asked good questions and prayed for me, you know, in, in a way at the end that made me feel a lot more peace, at least with having the, had, having had the conversation. And, um, and that was, that was nice of you. Um, it didn't make me feel more guilty when I left, which uh, <laughs> that's how Sarah made me feel. Yeah, no, uh, that's, that's it was true. very tempting, but you know, Mark, I know how to do this. I continue Mark to make it feel guilty. Been helpful. Um, when you asked earlier, just things, I, I, I forgot about this, but this is a big morning for me because a lot of my decisions of back and forth on, on processing this and what it would look like for me, um, to enter a new environment was fear based. And, um, Mark, has taken our staff aside um, throughout the, our time here and done little series of teachings with us and Mark Weaver, Weaver, Weaver sorry, yep. one of our elders, Mark yeah. Weaver he does our generosity spots on Sunday morning mm-hmm. in I Eagles. liked last week's BFF. a lot <laughs> Yeah, we call each other BFF <laughs> and uh, so he he talked to us about um, living life uh, not through a spirit of fear um, in, in in that said, not being scared of sinning and walking around like that, but Actually, being more empowered by the Holy Spirit that's in us um, and walking in that power uh, in making decisions out of that, and I think I was more thinking through all the struggles I would have or the how it would affect my relationships or not, and fear was um, triumphing at times in my brain, and um, that teaching really helped me with that because you know I know this would I knew it would change how you guys interacted like with the stuff that I usually am a part of Mm -hmm. and I didn't like the thoughts of that but if God is who he is he's going to do something special um and he's going to provide and it's never always what we think um and you know Ryan had a good conversation with him on that kind of stuff too Ryan Nunn um pastor and and so I had to continue to process that through God's spirit in what he um can do through this rather than you know all the things I was worried or fearful of.
2: Well said. See, that's why you were such an asset for so long. I'm very pastoral. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right.
0: And, you know, yeah. for me, I mean, uh, sharing as we talk, you know, you guys going through this together, I mean, I've gotten to know you guys both pretty well over the last, I don't know, I don't know how long I've been hanging out with you guys. Four years? Too long. Yeah, too long. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you guys really do... Um, do ministry together I mean you guys have been doing college ministry um, young adult ministry for a long time Um, and I know we're friends but it still feels like that in a sense too like we're still kind of all doing ministry together even when we're just resting together Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful for that so um, I think it's important to hear you know kind of that that process has been like for your whole family and I know even probably talking to your kids of saying hey I'm not going to be working at the church what was I like I mean like how do they respond to that
1: They've had some interesting responses.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they like,
3: can't believe it. Kind of like, why would you leave? Yeah. Cause they
1: think there's a scandal
2: too. Yeah. Like well, so many no. people listen.
1: We've talked to him about it multiple times. So you know how kids forget. Yeah. And then they re asked the question. So I think it was yesterday before our eight year old Eli goes, dad, did you get fired? <laughs> like,
3: he's asked that more than once. I know.
1: He's asked it yeah. more than once. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. He's asking on behalf of other but people. He's asking he's like <laughs> investigative questions yeah. to find out if he really did get fired. That's the funny part. Like, <laughs> <laughs> next
0: time I see him, I would tell him, I fired your
3: dad. He'll <laughs> <laughs> He would totally believe you. He doesn't believe us. No, he he'll, doesn't.
1: he'll see something on his, one of his friends at school will tell him something crazy, and he will not <laughs> believe us over his friend Naika. Like, uh, Bigfoot. I, I'm glad I don't have this job. <laughs> But his second grade teacher would not give up the fact that, sorry if there's any little kids listening to this, but Santa Claus isn't real. And so, yep, spoiler alert. But his second grade teacher, he would talk to her, like, he would grill her with all these questions about Santa, and she would always say he's real. So he would come home and have to, because we we told him, basically, we're Mm -hmm. like, we don't have to keep up this front. It's too much stress around Christmas anyways <laughs> to try to trick our kids every year. Yeah. I, I just can't get into An it. elf on the shelf. All yeah. right um, <laughs> so sorry. It's cool if you want to do that. We can't do it. But we don't have time. So, But he would come home and call us liars. I'm like, yeah. no, your oh teacher gosh. has to keep this up for all the kids. But he just, oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fake news, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, that's fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd love to take the last few minutes here to share any kind of, on a series you've been excited to be a part of, um, things you really remember creating that, you know, that you're really, um, I don't know, just excited about other people still seeing, um, any stories or any funny things hmm. that you want to share. I mean, any, anybody. Oh, I thought she was talking to you. I'm talking yeah. to Matt, so. Oh,
1: oh yeah, okay. that's well, right. I'd like to hear Amanda's answer to this, too. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. So you get, take a couple seconds to think. Well, got I, this. I got nothing. Um, but the first thing that came to my mind was, um, because events, it. obviously it's like so much work going into a couple of the big ones that we've done, um, at the center downtown. Um, and, but you know, you get there and then, you know, one life, you know, production on steroids and you, a lot of times I've gotten to do a lot of in the, in the production Then I don't have to be on stage. I can just go because of my role. I could just kind of go enjoy it. And, um, man, um, watching God work in those moments, in those services, uh, has, was powerful. And I know someday we'll get back to doing something like that every once in a while. Um, definitely remember those. Cause also we get to kind of go unleash a little bit creatively and that was always fun right. to get to do yeah. that. Um, anytime I've gotten to do that has always been one of our more fun moments when we have, when we put forward the lead time to take a series and really get to, Unload on it creatively, um, like uh, the religion ruins everything series was super fun from a creative standpoint, um, but seemed like no one liked it. I know. <laughs> hey, there's been a couple that I've really enjoyed. It. I could just tell like,
2: our whole yeah. maybe our whole congregation is like, why are you even talking on about to this? Next. Please stop.
0: <laughs> Those VHS tapes, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, so the '80s look thing, and yeah, I was really proud of that. And yeah. it, it felt like a dead. <laughs> You got to do but your part was great, but I, I think I'd be <laughs> 10 minutes in it, and they'd be going, Okay, please stop talking now.
0: I think some of the height of our fun was the stop motion Star Wars figurines. Yes, our kids um, talk about that
3: all yeah. the time. I'm not, oh, gonna, was that
1: right? They still yeah. remember that. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie, I didn't even come up with you the, did not, that yeah. series. It was a uh, Family the yeah. Dark Side, and somebody came up with Dark Side, and they're like, Matt would love this. <laughs> Let's make it all Star Wars. I think And I,
0: it, was, it was Star Wars. One of the movies was getting ready to come right.
1: out. So. That's the only time Star Wars ever got pitched to me rather than the <laughs> house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge all those man. other ideas were always Star And Wars. so, next thing you know, I'm on eBay buying used Star Wars action figures that are superposable so we can make <laughs> little short films. <laughs> and <laughs> I was our staff. About that. I wrote them. Our staff was. In what way were you, were you worried?
3: Because I kept thinking, I was like, why in the heck? Are they letting him <laughs> buy all these Star Wars toys? It's just, what his, he loves toys <laughs> and Star Wars. We oh. were trying to keep him around. I know, I so guess so. It backfired.
1: It works for a few more years. I, I, I yeah, did right.
3: I was like, are you sure about this? <laughs> <laughs> this, this it wasn't hobby. even
1: my idea. That's what I kept telling her. It's like this wasn't my idea. Anyways, <laughs> I gotta go to work and make stop motion stars mm-hmm. videos. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the phone with all the kids. Thanks yeah, <laughs> <makes> a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's some of the fun stuff. And then I think even like there's sm- so many small conversations that people will never be able to just understand. But like coming up with taglines for series, mm. like that stuff is mind kind of. Boggling. Sometimes you're like, you'll throw five or seven things on the board and be like, "What about that word? Take that word out." And it's like we oh, really try to think of through those things, and yeah. you get some funny things because you got to get those out. Like mm-hmm. those are I the mean, funny times. We
1: kind of operate as a small like marketing agency mm-hmm. in a series or like clients that we're trying to come mm. up with the best possible graphic and marketing campaign for. Right, especially yeah, when true, we huh? really get those few series, is two or three a year that we really get behind, and you know that's kind of fun because you know that's ultimately what I was trained to do you know, professionally. That's what I went to school for. Um, and then, you know, obviously getting to, it's, be, we were trying to help people trust and follow Jesus. Like, so it's like, it's super fun, but I all of a sudden just thought of a story and now that <laughs> I'm not so happy more, I'm going to tell it. Oh
3: my gosh. I get
1: what, wow, what's up? don't are you embarrass me. Ready? I don't know. Okay. This is, <laughs> why are you looking at me? I don't know. I, I know. don't know why I'm even going to tell it. It probably doesn't even matter, but we were getting ready for a baptism service and our offices were still in the green room behind the stage at one life West. And I was in charge of filling up the baptismal for some reason. This is probably never a good idea Bad idea,
3: because
1: I get distracted. And so (laughs) anyway, first off (laughs) two things happened with this and this is the grossest thing. So me and our awesome uh, intern at the time, Andrew Abel are back there working. I'm like, Hey, let's go check the, the baptismal water. So we go out, And the hose, I guess, had had like a spider nest thing in it. Super gross. And so there's this, because we didn't know it was, there's this like white puff ball floating around in the water in a circle because the hose was in it's pushing the water around. And we're like, what is that? And Andrew gets closer (laughs) to it and he's like, oh, and there's all these tiny black things everywhere (laughs) in the baptismal water. The baptismal water was full of baby spiders. Yeah. Oh, all and right? Yes, frigos. And so, me and Andrew spent the next hour with like, like plastic cups, scooping out spiders and throwing them outside until we pretty much thought we got them all.
3: No, pretty much we, thought we, we pretty maybe much you got did. them all. We got them all. We okay. totally <laughs> got them. all. Oh
1: my! We double checked, and so that was a story I did not tell in the pre-baptism uh, class like, uh, right, right. informational thing um, before that Sunday. But two hours later, as the baptism was still filling up, I hear this noise, and I go out, and it was overflowing and going under the stage. And so I never told that anyone that either. I'm airing all my stuff. Oh my you never God. told anybody it that didn't, oh. it didn't ruin any speakers uh, you're sure? or <laughs> anything that I know of. Um, we got it cleaned up. But all so, the problems we've had
2: at West with <laughs> anything, it like we've always wondered what mad. what There's A bunch uh, of baby uh, spiders a, in there. So no.
1: hopefully they learn not to let. that. right. See, set up but people don't know these things.
2: They don't right. know oh. that behind the scenes, the little Chaos. high stress kind of things like that.
1: There was
2: baby spiders. And so the, Throw that, that in is with they, doing
1: graphics and yeah. all the other things.
2: Well, that's the thing that people may not really fully appreciate is that you, you were our uh, graphic arts and, and, and all that, but you did a million other things at the same time and yeah. pastoral stuff and counseling and uh, leadership and teaching. And people enjoyed that and t- taught the students a lot. And uh, just it goes on and on and on as far as the different things that you did and leadership you provided. So... That Indeed. takes you what back I to have. the whole reason I wanted to puke when I heard he was <laughs> leaving. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: Indeed. that's right. Yeah. Indeed. Feel um, free to edit out those stories. I don't know why I told them. No, nah, yeah, I'm going to leave them know. in. It's always fun <laughs> to sure. just,
0: yeah. No, and I think, you know, it goes without saying, I don't like uh, not being able to work with you, but I'm excited for all the the cool things you guys are getting to do. So I'm happy to uh, continue to be doing ministry with you guys, just in a little bit different way. But um, yeah. thank you guys for coming on, hanging out with us. I'll be scheduling this once a week so we can hang out. Yeah, yes. yeah that's
2: right. They're on the podcast again. <laughs> oh, <weird. laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I think it'll help people too that your your new ministry role in the marketplace is what the vast majority of people that go to our church do. Yep. Right. And so you'll have uh, a new found authority and insight into that. And I think it's going to be really helpful for people because it's very, very important. And yep. uh, a lot of people don't quite understand how that they view working for a church as you know, a higher level of ministry, somehow, I've I've heard people even say that to me. Uh, but um, marketplace ministry is incredibly important. So you'll be able to speak to that in whole new ways.
1: I hope so.
0: Absolutely. And just for the record, Matt and I have played a lot of basketball in our office. Who's won most of those games? You, by far. Thank you. So wow. put okay. that on record.
1: It's on the record. So, <laughs> record.
0: No, now we know. Right. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for joining us. And um, yeah, uh, Brian will you pray for them as we close out?
2: Absolutely. Do something different. Yeah. Lord, thank you very much for Matt and Amanda and everything they've been to our church and most people don't know just all just how much uh, they have impacted everything that we have done these last eight years and uh, I pray that, that it's good fruit and you said "You by their fruit you will know them and so I, I thank you for the fruit that they've borne that it's good stuff and I pray that that will continue even more a uh, hundredfold, now that they are in a different situation and, and just approaching things from a different angle and uh, we're going to trust that it is the leadership of your spirit and we ask that you will just do amazing things through them and uh, that, that he will be able to both of them will be able to come back and coach us all on how we can be more impactful in the marketplace and how other pe- other people uh, w- who find themselves in the same kind of situations can really impact for you. Uh, so we're going to trust you for that. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you guys for joining us for this episode. As always, uh, we'd love for you guys to share this out. Uh, let other people know that you listen, that um, maybe there's something in there that you really thought was great that you wanted people to hear. Um, also, Feel free to check out some previous episodes if you're a first-time listener to the podcast. We're excited that you're here. Um, And as always, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can email us at podcast at onelifechurch.org.